What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Pin the Gas Podcast. This is episode four on the float with Andy and Delix Rowe and Chris, the show, Simcoe. What is good, gentlemen? What's going on, everybody? What's going on? How you guys doing? Peachy. Ready to go, Chris? What's going on, Jules? What's going on, buddy? Doing all right, brother. It, it is a great, it was a great day in sexy rain, wasn't it? It was a great day in sexy rain, except for Peco Banyan. Uh, things got a little crazy there, guys. A little <laughs> icy. <laughs> Yo, Andy, fill us in what happened to Mr. Peco, bro. Man, I don't know what happened to Mr. Peco. Mr. Peco, Mr. Let me tell. Well, okay, let me let me let me try to explain what happened to Mr. Peco. Mr. Peco was trying to follow Mr. Fabio and couldn't keep up, <laughs> and apparently he gassed it a little bit too hard and lost the rear. <laughs> Chris, do you think, based on what just Andy just said, did you think that that Peco would have had a great race if he if he didn't go down? I, I think that Peco would have challenged for the win. Yes, but you don't think he would have won. <sighs> It's hard to say because Fabio was on a Fabio day. <laughs> What's yeah, Fabio, flaming yes. Fabio. Yes. Fabio was strong today, Fabio. guys. El Diablo was, was on it. He, yeah. he was – everything was just clicking. And watching so, – so without Mark, right, watching that Yamaha take that corner speed on an anti-clockwise track was a thing of beauty. And, again – you know, we've, we've mentioned as well as half the world has mentioned that the Yamaha bike, it lacks top speed. It lacks this and that brother around corners. This thing is, it, it's probably, it's probably the best cornering bike I've ever seen in my life. Yamaha. That's where Yamaha does best is, is they're not fast on the straight, but they make up their speed in the corners because there's, there's, let's say 11 corners and in, in three straights. So if your bike's fast around the 11 corners versus the three straights, you're going to have an advantage, especially if you put in those uh, consistent lap times. Exactly. The Yamaha was significantly faster. Does, does, anybody, does anybody know, I, I don't have the, uh, the time sheets here, um, the time gap between Fabio and, and second, second was Miller. The oh, no, no, third, third was Miller. Second yeah, was Zarco. I, 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 Sorry, yeah, second, it was like 4.9 seconds. You might as well just say five Jesus seconds at the end. Yeah, he was killing it. Five second lead. God damn. Yo, Andy, remember when Sushi had that like 17 plus second lead at, at Coda? At Coda, yeah. That was nuts. That was freaking nuts. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain, Chris. Um, speaking of uh, gigantic leads, five seconds is a lot in MotoGP world. But this kid um, at, at Coda for the North American Talent Cup, uh, his name is Suhaib Salem. Uh, Aprilia. Aprilia. For, Aprilia. He rides for the Aprilia, yeah, the 250 series. This dude had a – was it a 17-second or a 27-second lead? Like, he had a gigantic It was a, It was gap. a huge – yeah, it was a huge gap. I don't know. I don't think it was 17 seconds, maybe seven seven or eight seconds or something like that. It, it was but pretty the bad. Kid, it was yeah, pretty the, kid, bad. the kid could probably crash, and the bike – the second bike, <laughs> it was still not even still down the, 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 the corner. Yeah, so he got time. Yeah, I think he crashed at turn 14, I believe. I remember Andy going, bike 29 down, bike 29 down. I'm like, yeah. no, you're lying. Yeah. I wanted to grab him by his shoulder. I'm like, stop lying to me, Andy. But yeah, That's a awesome. five-second lead in MotoGP land is Higante. That is night and day. However, seeing two Ducatis on the podium in Saxon Ring, where it is a very curvy track, it's kind of impressive. No, but let's, talk, just, about, let's talk about the other Ducatis because they weren't only just two. 
I mean, if you go from top 10 down, there was a bunch of Ducatis on there. Yep, absolutely. Um, and, and Chris, you're about to say something? Yeah, yeah. It just goes to show how far they progressed with the handling with the Ducati. So now, now it's a great all-around motorcycle. Yeah, because that yeah. Saturing, uh, all those short tracks before in the past, you know, sometimes they would qualify good, but during the race, they would be nowhere. Now, now they're up there. Exactly, exactly. Andy, what what, what did you think about the uh, the race as a whole? It was a good race. I enjoyed it. There was a couple of posts uh, on Facebook uh, talking about that it was boring. Some people didn't enjoy it. It's not the other. I had fun. I enjoyed it. I, uh, I enjoyed that pass that Sarko did on LAX. That was an amazing pass for Sarko. That, that was an awesome pass. That was a great if you pass. Were, if, you were, if you were to go and analyze Fabio Quartararo's uh, race, it, he did an amazing race. As a matter of fact, guys, I'm, I'm going to give you some news. I'm banned for four days from Facebook. <laughs> for, it's for Facebook posting, jail, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> for posting... For posting the Fabio Quartararo slow-mo video. I don't know if you guys caught it, but he was coming down the hill and the bike was snaking downhill. He's on the brakes. The ass end is coming up. Mm-hmm. And 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 he's, I mean, like the guy is kind of drifting, going forward, drifting, nasty. I, I saw the video, I recorded it from my phone, I posted it on oh. the, the Facebook page. Ooh. Yeah, because you're not supposed but to do Mama that. Dorna. Well, usually, usually yeah. my usually what I do is I I post it and I know that I got 24 hours before anybody you know checks and everything. Before and they, Mother they, Dorna knocks at they, your door. Well, <laughs> they knocked early today, baby, and they were they like, said, "Hi, I'm matter. here." Yeah, it's a matter of like they got me. Andy is not me. going to post that. I, I don't they know. I don't know why the, I think they're Italian, but they got me Mama for the Mia. Fabio. And they got me for another video from the beginning of the year, this year, from the beginning of the year that I have posted also. And I guess that I, I sneaked through. Right. So they got me for those two videos. So I'm guessing I'm doing a, a two day, you know, since it's two videos, it's four day total. So two and two. Sheesh. So, so he's banned for four days. And Andy is a very pivotal part of, <laughs> of social media, uh, MotoGP news, uh, at least for me. And for half of the people in the 1KCC club, I mean, we, we all have our hands in, in the project. Like we all like to like share certain news and insights, but I get most of my stuff through Andy most of the time. Now I got Chris, so I could, I can mooch off of him. Um, right. now, now Andy <laughs> brought up the other Ducatis um, that again, ran a really good race, very impressive race in Saxon. Um, Johan Zarco, the resurgence right here, right here, boy the resurgence of Johan Zarco fire away. Anybody <laughs> Zarco uh, did a really good race. I was very impressed with Zarco. I was also impressed with Luca Marini. Um, yes. He yes. finished in fifth Jorge yes. Martin. He finished in sixth. So no, yeah, crashes. Man, no, DNF. no, no crashes. And Brad Bender in seventh. Yes. Oh, ooh, before we talk about double B 33. Yeah. yeah let, let's, let's, let's stay about Bender. Yeah, let, let's let's stay with Zarco real quick. All right, gentlemen, this man is like like he went from being on the chopping block to one of my picks to leaving the, at the end of the season to being like one of one of the the kings of Ducati right now. Like like he's uh, we have wait who 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to remember the the championship ranking. So we have Fabio. Um, number two is, is right now. Uh, right, yeah, now right now you're talking yeah. about Alex is, is uh, number two. Alicia's number yeah. two. And then you have uh, Pat. Peko's uh, not number no, two. No, no, you got Quattro's first. Okay. Alexis Fargo second. Zarco third. Zarco and third. Bastianini fourth. And Bastianini yeah. fourth. That's yes. that's two Ducatis in, in the top. And then Peko's five, right? Right. Yeah, Bender. Bender after today, Bender's fifth. And then Pico yeah, six because he got a DNF. Oh, yeah. The yeah, DNF yeah, killed him. Six, yes. And DNF killed me on my points. And I'm going to get <laughs> you guys not to worry. I'm going to catch up. I had everybody, everybody messaging me and stuff like that. I had my, mm-hmm. my rider went down. Okay. Mm-hmm. My peak, my peak, my rider Pico went down. I'm going to catch both of you guys. <laughs> One over here on the left, over here happy because he just started today. He collected 100 points. <laughs> like, yeah. He did a good job too. Yeah, he did a good I job. I know. I, I appreciate it. I'm proud of him. You but guys, just watch out because I'm coming right after you, buddy. You guys should have not gotten into me to uh, gotten me into fantasy. I am a very competitive person, and I will talk good. shit while doing it. It's me excited, too. right? Me it's too. Exciting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. I love it. Chris, Chris's, uh, Chris's league. I'm going to put that in the description below. So if you guys want to join MotoGP Fantasy, it's not too late. It's really fun. It's free. So definitely go ahead and uh, try your hand at it. And there's some cool prizes that you know if you just miraculously just keep winning. I'm pretty there's sure. Watches, computers, yes, helmets, laptops, signed Fabio Quattro helmet. Take take even though that helmet's fucking ugly. That, There's can, all kinds of stuff, guys. That helmet, that helmet that Fabio has when he went to factory, that helmet is disgusting. Like, I don't like, not in a good way. I don't like that helmet. His helmet with Patronus, that little, like, laser red and that cool gray, that was a fire helmet. And Moto2, I don't know you who, mean? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he had it in Moto2 and took it to Patronus? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I think, you guys know I think the that's helmet the I'm way about, it was. Scorpion, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that helmet is sick. Now, whoever his designer was for his factory helmet needs to get shot because that is that's a terrible. <laughs> helmet. That's it terrible. is a terrible design. Okay, did design. you? Okay, but hold up. If if you notice, if you notice, okay, it's it it's the the Diablo. It's similar you to the Jorge better, Lorenzo though. helmet. You remember hey. the El Diablo Jorge Lorenzo helmet? It's similar. He's like, to hold that. up, hold on, hold on. No, just, because Lorenzo's helmets are Whoa. sexy. Yes, I don't know are. who designs his helmets, but they're so sexy. Rossi has some <laughs> helmets, like like the one with the the one with the freaking rooster on it or the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, I don't know about that one, Chief. But nah, Lorenzo had had some sexy helmets, and I also like the the half suit color. But anyway, before we get off track, um, I, because you guys brought up Bender, Bender was my rider of the weekend. Um, he went from what was it, uh, fourteen to. Mm-hmm to seven yeah. or something like yes. that yeah correct dude is dude is picking up ktm and literally dragging it by the pigtails to the finish line like he's carrying this team like ronnie coleman back in the 90s like he's just this dude is just heavy lifting everything 100 percent, he is. he's doing an awesome job well it's same thing without brad bender where would ktm be miguel Oliveira ain't doing it uh, nope. Uh, no nope he wants he's to go right. to Grissini. He wants to get he his does. ass on a Ducati because he thinks that he that's does. a shortcut to a championship bike. It, but he's it's not. not happy in KTM. That's why Oliveira is not happy in KTM. And you can tell in his riding and his attitude and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and there's other riders that are not happy in KTM. 
He's prior to him. We had Sarko that was very unhappy in there also. And uh, after Sarko, who do you have after Sarko? Uh, uh, we had somebody Paul, else in, in KTM that was Paul, happy. Paul Espargaro. Paul, Paul Espargaro. Iker Lekawona. Uh, so, uh, KTM, Kevin's Daniel Petrucci. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. And Raul. now we got Raul and Remy. Raul and Remy. They did Raul. They, they got, I'm sorry. They, they no, got they into did. it. Me and Chris were having a conversation earlier today. Uh, Raul and Remy got into it in the paddock over uh, quali uh, uh, yep. uh, practice. They sure did. It's it's it, it, it's a. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, I, it just goes to show how unhappy uh, things are in the KTM garage. Um, Raul, you know, as we stated last podcast, he what he didn't want to go there from the get go. They kind of forced his hand there, and and him and Remy Garner has been clashing because they were Moto Two champions right right fighting the championship in moto two rivals on the same team again and raul feels that ktm gave garner the upper hand in, in the moto two title that's right? right so he didn't want to go there so it's just the all-in-all bad atmosphere in that team i think ktm has so much potential there's so much that that we don't know about this bike yet that i feel like uh, like aprilia is going to blow anytime soon like like I don't know if it'll be next season or the season after, but I really feel, and Brad Bender is, is a, is, is a, is a result of this, that KTM is on the right path. It's just a little bit of management issues, um, putting together teams of unhappy people, but they had the right. tech, they, they, they have, they have the, the guys who are that, that bleed orange, you know what I mean? So there, there's Brad. a lot here. There's a lot here and they just have to, Tweak it a little bit more, probably by next season or the season after. They do. I agree. I totally agree. They got to do a lot of changes, guys. A lot. They do got to do a lot of changes. Management, team, the atmosphere. If your riders are happy, then they're going to be fast, right? But wait to come in the garage. But we got Jack Miller coming next season. Which is going to make everything so much better. You guys, you guys don't like, like, not, not, not you guys, but, but the people listening don't know how much not, chemistry is a thing. Um, Jack Miller, that's he's the living embodiment of what team chemistry is. Those, those Ducati guys, like, even though they're the ones who set Jack Miller free, they're really sad that they had to do that, and that just shows to you the impact that that Jack Miller has in the paddock. So it's only going to benefit KTM. I like Pitt Byron. Um, I, I just think that, again, just a little bit of management tweaks, just just li- little things here and there. Because KTM has a winning machine. They've proven that they can win. So um, it wasn't like Aprilia where it took forever and a half to see that thing on podium. We've seen yeah. KTMs in podium. So, yeah, we did. So there, there's a lot of proof in the pudding right there. Andy, who, was you, who would you say was your uh, rider of the weekend? Uh, on the pre video, hmm? no, uh, on, the, uh, on, on a Saxon ring, like, like yeah, you know? on, on before you mean on the pre video. I think I mentioned it was uh, Fabio Quartararo and Nenea Bas in uh, in Nenea in uh, Pico Pico that were gonna battle it out, but yeah, I we, said that Suzuki the Suzuki boys weren't gonna be too far behind, which we were not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, like I said, my rider of the weekend was, was Brad Bender, I think Brad Bender showed a really good ride. Uh, Chris, did, did you have uh, someone outside the podiums? 
I did. Well, yeah, uh, Luca Marini for me would be the, the ride of the weekend for me. Right. He did a right, he did right. a phenomenal job. He kept his pace up. He stayed there with the guys. He didn't get too far back, and he ran a really good race. So he he he's progressing very good on that bike. You know, everybody said Zeki was the man uh, when he came in on that it. team, nope. and and uh, you Zeki know, was name. beating him. He does. He really does. Uh, I he love was that uh, name. Uh, me too, Marco Bezzecki, right? Zeki. Uh, he uh. Zeki, the, the, yeah, uh, he um he was beating Luke Marini there on a regular, but I always felt that once Luke Marini um got into his stride, that he would um. <laughs> that was my son. He wanted to say hi. Hey, um, Rossi. What? Yeah, that was Rossi. Once he got oh, in Rossi. His stride, him, I'm sorry. No, yeah, Hayden Rossi. Yeah. Oh, Hayden Rossi. He okay, was, I got it right. Yeah, Hayden Rossi. Yeah. Yeah, we just call him Rossi. Um, but he was uh. Luke is going to be hard to beat once he finds his feet and he gets that bike to his liking. He he's the right he has the right style for that bike. I agree, but guys, Luca was strong the whole entire weekend. So we, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a surprise to see him up there. I mean, the guy had pace. He's had pace before, but didn't finish the race that well as he Luke. did today. So so he had the pace and kept the pace. I want to say that Luca's just got some favorite tracks that he has showed his potential and he's just going through the, the tracks and the season and he's, at, he's learning. He's, he's not racing just feet. yet. Yeah. He's finding yeah. Exactly. He's yeah. finding himself and, and Saxon right. ring, he showed himself that he can do it and he proved it. And I think the kid is on his, on the right path and he's going to be lethal. When he turns on that, that mojo he got on, he's going to be good. Factory so Ducati too. is blessed that um that luca they got a lot of they got a lot of talent right 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 what what, what i'm trying to say is that uh factory ducati is blessed that luca marini didn't is not going off off this year because then you have uh bastini martin and 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 then marini to worry about for that factory seat so they're lucky that they're narrowed down to only two choices because that would have been bad it would have been it would have been bad for for factory ducati because then at this point i still don't know who are we going to see in factory red on one hand you have a guy who can win in in Bassini, uh that that has been winning but if he's not winning then he's doing absolute nothing, dick nothing and then you yeah, have nothing. a guy who has proven that he can win gets not positions in qualifying but has a few dnfs so a little inconsistent except for the last few races he's been okay i think the options uh, it used to be bastini was right here and martin was right here now i'm starting to see the scales level out a bit here who do you know way uh chris let's 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 say you're one of the three amigos who do you sign Right now, like right now. Off the top of my head, I'm, I'm going with Jorge Martin. I know Bastianini won three races in a row, but like I stated before, I think Martin, Martin's got a more natural of a talent. I think that once his arm fully heals, I mean, he showed it today. I mean, he, he, he got uh, sixth, and he didn't start that well. Um, it just shows how fast he is, and his head's always in the game. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I, if it was me, I'm, if, if you ask me right now, I'm going all in. I'm going all right, Martin. Andy, I, I, know, you're <laughs> I know you're itching. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know who you sign, uh, Jules, because Jules, I would sign. sign. I wouldn't sign Martin. You want to sign Martin? All right. So before you tell me why, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Martin as well. 
um, because uh, it's it's more of a chemistry thing. Um, like, like I like I mentioned previously, if if me as a factory Ducati owner, I want to see wins. But if you put someone like Bastiani in that seat, who's going to be like, hey, I want to be the it guy here. And Peko's like, oh. no, bro, I'm the it guy. Bad things can happen. And then and then Martin is very like is very is is a more raw talent. And I feel like he would he would kind of fit into the mold a little bit better because I feel like he would be a team be player. Like, he would be a team player. You guys yeah. are preventing an issue. That's all. You guys are just preventing an issue that's going to happen no matter what in the but, future. But but I feel like again, like like we like I, I I believe that that Bassini is the more polished rider and that that he he knows what he wants. But the thing is, is that I can see that also colliding with the wants of of the uh, factory Ducati. Like I feel like Bassini would be like, well, I need the bike to be this way, and then they could just be like, mm, I don't know, man, like. I just feel like it's a lot easier to mold Martin than it is to mold Bastini, if that makes sense. It does. I want to see a battle. Put an A on the C. Put an A on the C. Let Pico and an A figure it out between themselves. You never know. They might even become best friends, dude. Okay? Because believe it or not, Jorge Lorenzo and Valentino Rossi hated each other and everything, but they're cool. They're cool now. You You know what the saying is, right? Iron sharpens iron. There you go, man. They, hey, I tell you this: the only I person mean, that's gonna push you, the only person that's gonna push you the most is your partner. That's it. That's if, number one. You wanna beat your teammate. You wanna be your teammate. That's the first you person wanna you wanna him. beat. Yeah. If that's the only person you beat, you wanna beat him. You're gonna exactly. beat him. I say put an A in. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this car and steer all the way left real quick, right? Well, uh, yeah. Zarco surpasses Alicia Spargo in the championship race by the end of the year. Will Zarco get a factory seat? No. Why? He he's he's out of his prime. It's just not going to happen. There's too many. There's too much raw talent up and coming. Moto yeah. two and still in Moto GP. It's just no. He'll go to World Superbike or maybe in Moto America, but he no, absolutely not. He'll be in um, Prama. He'll be in Prama next season, but he's not going to. He will be. They're not going to move him. You wow. can. You can pretty much. You, he's going to be right there where he's at next season, and he'll do the same thing that he's doing this season. He'll do it again next season too. Now, the reason why I bring that up, Andy, is because um, when remember when you guys brought up the whole like one year contract deals. Yeah, yeah. So if if Martin and Bassini can't figure their shit out, and Zarco is that consistent breadwinner for for. Uh, not, not not breadwinner per se, but that consistent act for Promac, for Ducati in general. Could one one season in factory hurt? For 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 Zarco, you mean? For for all of Ducati, can one season for Zarco hurt for factory Ducati? I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. I really don't. I just don't see it. Right, right. Yeah, I don't see I don't see them move. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. would it benefit would it benefit Ducati? Obviously, it will probably be, you know, Sarko will probably be in there to fight. You know, if they're gonna give him the opportunity for Sarko to be in a factory seat, obviously Sarko will have a different mentality. And he he's a crazy Frenchman. Okay, he's he'll also come and older. bring he is getting older, but he'll come yeah. and bring it. But I yeah, like Chris said, I mean, he he's just not on that prime. You know, we got too many new, too much raw talent coming in that, uh, you know, that it's just, 
just the one he's at, let him testing and stuff like that. Look at Fabio, what he's doing. I mean, he just got here three. He's been here, what, three seasons? Petronas and two yeah. seasons with Factory, and look what he's yeah. doing. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, only, I only brought that up because it's just in a hypothetical because he is pretty much the best performing Ducati right now. So He is, absolutely. Consistent. So Sarko's fast, guys. Sarko's fast. super fast. And you know what? It, it, it's, a lot of it's got to do because he's happy. He's happy where he's at. He's got a good yeah. atmosphere. Oh, yes. and, and he likes the bike, right? So you go into a factory Ducati team, which we've said this previously, it comes with immense pressure, right? And immense. not a lot of people can, can can handle that immense pressure. I mean, look at Peko Bagnaia. He got a lot of pressure today. He could have handled it. He got a lot it. of pressure today. Right, right. And Ducati, right. who knows, behind the scenes, they might even be going – should we have kept Paco and maybe yeah. signed Bassanini and Martin? That gave me right? chills. You got to think about I that. Didn't even, I didn't even so, think about that. Right. So you just got to – nobody really knows with Ducati. They'll put you on a chopping block real quick. That, yeah, they make up their mind. They do decisions on their own. They don't, they don't chit-chat nope. with nobody. Shit, nope. look what happened to Davi and, and, and Petrucci. Well, yeah, Dovi, I mean, Dovi, yeah. Dovi ended up giving the finger at a race. He won yeah. one of the Mugello or something like that. And he was like, like hey, son, the race yeah. or something like that. <laughs> we, I know we what happened. That. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, he had those leathers on it said unemployed on the back. <laughs> unemployed. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. that, yeah, um, that dude, I have to see that later. Or, or I'll probably said, put a picture. It said, it said unplugged, but it was like unemployed. But he was also doing this too. I mean, the guy's oh, nuts, man. Oh my god, I love, I love Dobby, man. I hope he comes to Moto America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would be awesome to have him. But honestly, I don't think he breaks here in Moto America. No, 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 <laughs> he's not. No, he's not. He would look at VR and be like, "Hell no!" Oh, hell no! Uh, oh my I, god, I, I do want to talk a little uh, Moto America hypotheticals in a bit, but. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, so Rins, Rins pulled out. Um, he, he yeah. said that he was just in immense pain and he couldn't find it. Uh, Mir was in 15th. No, he was pretty, he was pretty down in the dumps. Mer, Mer crash. Mir crash. Mer crashed yeah. out. And, Maverick. Uh, oh man. And he didn't, he didn't get the join. I don't know if you guys noticed the Mer crash. Uh, he was actually trying to push the bike back onto the, you know, Track. to get the bike restarted. In but they wouldn't let him. The yeah. marshal was like this. Yeah. No, no. So they probably had that gentleman's rules that we play at Coda, uh, Jules. Yes, that, yes. That Andy, we played explain, in qualifying. Yeah, explain the crash rule, Andy. Okay, like, so like, in, during, during, this is only during qualifying, and it's a gentleman's rule that is talked amongst riders. This is what's told to us the marshals okay mm -hmm. but what what they're preventing is a crash slowing down the qualifying because you only have so much time 10 minutes gentlemen so if you crash and and and, and you know the marshal has to go out there and pick you up and things like that it slows down you know everybody else's quality and stuff like that so the rule is that if you crash you're out you know you can push the bike and get running on the other side of the track, you know, on the back, on the side of the track and stuff like that. And if you can get it restarted, then you can rejoin. But none of that stuff on the side of the track. No. Right. Right. And that's unfortunate when, when you want to keep it pushing. But, you know, when, when, when it crashes, when it crashes pretty much done for, you know, it's it, it's tough to just put your pride aside on the spot just to be like, yeah, let's wheel this thing back. Yeah. Um, Real and let me ask, let me hold on before you say you got 10 minutes. 
Yeah, yeah, we 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 have we have about nine minutes till we go to part two. Yes. Okay, but let me let me, now we're talking about this because me and Chris were talking about something earlier. Um, you know, uh, like the Raul and Remy incident where Raul was upset, most likely probably because of the aero package being behind the other rider dirty breaking air, up the right. air, dirty air, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, when I saw that and I saw them arguing in the box and stuff like that, the one thing that popped up in my head was that there's only one rider that enjoys telling people to get good qualifying. Mark. Yeah, Mark. and that's Mark. Mark. He's the only one that can ride that bike with dirty air and get good qualifying. Everybody else wants to quality on their own. Because Mark is not human. Yeah, he's an alien. This dude, this, this dude like inhales some sort of anti kryptonite from God knows where. <laughs> how he, does he do it? I I, I yeah. don't know how how Mark does know. it. I hope I hope one day we get. Um, actually, I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting for an updated on Rossi. I, hopefully, we get a movie about about Rossi or Mark because you know that'd be cool, dude. Damn, we we, we, we you guys need, think we some something. shit, man. We need some. They have some documentaries out on Mark Marquez. Yeah, yeah, but they they're do, they're yeah. all play they're they're all a little old and it was they're all um they're all yeah, about his career yeah. yeah until the, the new one is called MotoGP Unlimited. It's a season you guys can catch it on the Amazon. in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not so good. Shit. It's not so good, but that's what we got yeah. to work with. We're gonna have to talk to Jeff Bezos about the Amazon stuff so he can do a better one. If you if you give me a, a six hundred dollar camera, I can I can do a way better documentary than the <laughs> we, probably could. we probably good. Guaranteed. Now, I, uh, Guaranteed. with with seven minutes left, I actually want to touch on Moto Two. Did you guys see the Moto Two race? I did. I did not, guys. I did not watch Moto Moto America. I watched Moto Three, Moto Two, and Moto GP religiously every weekend in that order. Moto Three, Moto Two, Moto GP. This man, motorsports is his religion. That's it. Um, uh, also, real quick, shout out to Fabio Di Antonio, another top ten. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I, I wish I wish Digits kept the pace for number five, but it's a grueling track. It's it, it's tough, but we're we're seeing we're seeing the other Grishini bike do a good thing. Um, Moto two. Um, let's start oh, with the championship leader. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Pedro Acosta got like what P three, in Moto two. Uh, Pe- Pedro Acosta was second. He's second. Second. Sam Lowe second. is third, and, and, and then, uh, um, Fernandez was first. I watched some highlights and stuff like that. Dude, they, I, they, these races come in early, man. I, I'm, I'm half asleep yeah. at this time. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it started at three, didn't it? It starts yeah. at like three yeah, in the three morning. three or four, yeah. The, the yeah, hometown hero, Marcel, um, Marcel Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah. The guy's, pretty good. the guy's pretty decent. He, was, he got beat to the line by Lowe's at the last corner. Lowe's is like 54 years old. He needs to like leave. Too. Yeah, how old is he? Yeah, he's like, he's like 34, right? Or something like that. He said he was 54. This, this dude needs to leave. Stop beating he, up on kids, bro. Like, no, but he uh, is like 30 something. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he's like 34 or something. Does he not want to move up? What's his deal? Wasn't he retiring last year? I heard he was retiring. He just can't get a GPC. No, just well, he was with Aprilia in the early years, and they did yeah. him dirty too. That's when he oh went to Moto Two. So he's been with Moto Two ever since. I want to say it was 2016, maybe. Mm. But he was—he's he was talented Aprilia. rider. Yeah. He oh is. no, no, he, no doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. But he's just it. When you when when you watch these Moto Two guys perform, right? And and I I pay attention closely to how they ride. To how they lean, to how they like break and accelerate and whatnot. 
um he rides that thing like he's a super bike rider he does if that makes sense like like yeah, like yeah, his absolutely. his style of riding doesn't look gp to me like mm-hmm. a like, like a pedro acosta like like a Celestino, uh, Celestino uh, Vietti, like those guys, th- those guys ride that bike like, like they're supposed to be in, in on a GP machine, and he rides it like it's like a super bike. He's not leaning as low. He's kind of like yeah. very textbook yeah. with it, and it's just he is more square the corner off and shoot it out. Yeah, pavement yeah. the corner. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Celestino ran a terrible race, by the way. <laughs> It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, first place was what was his name Fernandez? Was it a Fernandez? Yep, Fernandez. Yep. Yeah. What was his first name? I I, I don't know uh, his first name. It starts with an A. Uh Moto 2 Alberto or something oh. like that. I heard I heard him this morning too. Oh, yeah. it, it it's it's uh Augusto, Augusto, Fernandez. Augusto, Augusto Fernandez. That's, that's right. Yeah. Augusto. So yeah. Augusto was, <laughs> man, his pace. He was he was about like almost five seconds ahead. What what is with our first place people being being five six seconds ahead? It, it's nuts. I feel like once you get your groove in Saxon Ring, you're gone. Like, well, yeah, that's just it because Saxon Ring is such a small track. There's not very many uh, passing opportunities. So once you get that clean air in front of you. And you you're set done. the pace, it, it, yeah. it's it. Yeah, it's over for the lead. Like you're, 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 yeah. Look at Fabio, well, dude. Fabio checked Fabio. out. Fabio, man, I, I just, I just wondered what it would look like if, if a healthy Marquez was there. So uh, we have. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can't. Are you serious? Pico smashed the record on Marquez, dude. Yeah, they but who's to say? Who's to say if Marquez was in tip-top shape with a great bike? That he wouldn't smash his own record, but Fabio, yeah. Fabio still smashed that butt, bro. I he, that he did, uh, but on Moto Two, um, <laughs> I, I I like I like this dude right here, um, um, Furman Aldegor. I like yeah. that guy, uh, Alberto. Yeah. Al- Moto Two has a whole bunch of freaking weapons here, but my yeah, man, Mister Flexbox, Aaron Cadet, ran Jolly. a horrid race. I heard yeah, that guy he was still bleeding race. from the nose. Yeah, yeah, he has like videos of like of like tissue paper up his nose, and he looks like a like like a walrus with short teeth. Yeah, and it was it was it was kind of bad. I I didn't see how how it was caused. I I completely missed it. I saw um, the car. Yeah, oh, oh right, right, car right, 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 right. Oh, the, the the car, right, right, right. Yeah, I saw the car. She was driving. Apparently, she was the one driving. He was the passenger. She lost control, and uh, I I believe she was the one that was more hurt than him. Trying to commit uh, insurance fraud. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is how rumors. This is how rumors starts, bro. No, no, no. Can I please, if you if you are by some odd miracle listening to this, I love you, bro. You and your you and your girlfriend look very beautiful. She said, I'm "I found a really way for some new sponsorship money." <laughs> <laughs> Short five million dollars, baby. Yeah, go. right. I got you. I got we got you. you. We got you. Pin the right. gas. Got you. Yeah. Pin the get, gas. Get got the you. Car. Get on the show. Uh, All right, guys, we're, we're, we're going to return for uh, part two. So let me cut this off right here.